there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Daily. It's a Wednesday, and this Saints Happy Hour is free to everyone, but you should sign up like Monica did and Frank did at the $10 level so you get complete access to everything Saints Happy Hour, the daily podcast, Andrew's write-ups, and you get your own special swag box that includes... Monica and Frank, were they... uh... New patrons as of this. They are new. Monica's new. Frank upgraded from three dollars to ten. So. All right. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. So you get your own. Yeah. Thanks for upgrading. You get Monica. Welcome. You get your own swag box. Uh, you'll get that at the end of the month, early next month. We have big freaking plans. You're gonna get the crew to taste some cup, the koozie, the magnet, the sticker, uh. Some other cups that we have planned. A mask that Dave is cooking up for us. It's going to be amazing. You want to be a $10 patron. Believe me. So, today on the free podcast, me and Andrew want to discuss a topic that we think will make people excited and angry. And it'll be fun. Uh, Deontay Harris, he's little, he's amazing, and he's fun. Andrew... I think he can be the next Tyreek Hill from Kansas City without the wife and child beating. Um, And I think he's that explosive. I think Sean Payton is going to cook up a a bunch of stuff for him. He won't do the volume that Tyreek Hill does for Kansas City, but I think the Saints are going to cook up some fun stuff for him on offense. I just don't know how much they'll use him. First of all, I haven't paid too close attention to the Tyreek Hill stuff. Is he is he really a wife and child beater? Yes. Both? Yes. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's that's awful. Uh, and yeah, I certainly hope that uh, Deontay Harris bears no uh, similarities there. My God. Um, but uh, first of all, let me just say, Ralph, your your take, your position here is absurdly ridiculous, awful, and <laughs> there's no way in hell that's ever going to happen. I love Deontay Harris. I mean, he's a great story. Uh, he, he's he's a guy that I have more hope for in the offense, and I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So that, that there's a lot of reason to be excited, but I think to compare him, to, does he have the potential to be Tyreek Hill? I would say no chance. And and first of all, I mean, I think it's important to remember Tyree kill his first year in the league. He caught 60 60. balls. Yeah. He, he, as, as a rookie, you know, right out of the gate, he was a good player. And, um, you know, I think, and, and that's in addition to being the best kick returner in the game. I mean, really as a rookie, he had two punt returns for a touchdown Average 15 over 15 yards per punt return. He had one kickoff return for a touchdown. Went to the Pro Bowl as a return man. So, yeah, Harris, maybe not quite 
as dominant statistically as Tyreek Hill was. So I would say Tyreek Hill, his, his rookie year, was better than Deontay Harris as a returner, uh, which is what Deontay Harris currently does best. Um, but then, you know, on top of that, there's a big difference between 5'10 and 5'6. Yeah, five, that's, six, the thing, five, that's the six. thing that gets me. Tyreek Hill looks tiny. Deontay Harris looks miniature. Like, <laughs> so that's the thing. And I guess so my point is. you already conceded that your argument is total horseshit. Well, I don't think. It, no, I don't think it's horseshit because I think <laughs> what Sean Payton can do is not that he's going to get Deontay Harris 60 catches like Tyreek Hill's rookie year, or even that he'll get him 30 catches, but that he'll get him 20 catches and five runs, but he'll average like 25 yards a catch. Like teams will be – he'll make it to where when Deontay Harris comes in the game, teams will be fucking petrified of it. It'll sort of be like the, the dollar store version of Devery Henderson. Like remember when Devery Henderson was at his peak? He didn't catch a lot of passes. I don't think he ever caught 50 balls in a year. But when De Devery Henderson was at his best, he was the kind of guy, like I remember the Bears game in 2011. The Bears had Erlacher, their defense was good. They played three fantastic series against the 2011 Saints offense, which was just one of the best offenses of all time. And you know what happened on the fourth series? The Saints went over the top to Devery Henderson for 80 yards, and the game was 7-7. Seven to seven. Like, that's what Devery Henderson did. And I think... Deontay Harris can do that on a much smaller scale, but if he average, if he gets 20 catches and he averaged 20 yards a catch, that's 400 yards. Add in another 10 run, another five end arounds where he averages 15 yards a run, and you're talking 500 yards of offense beyond the kick returns. And I think that would be significant, and I think that's what he's going to do. Okay, now you're talking my language. Uh, I mean, you remember <laughs> Joe, Joe Morgan. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Morgan. You know, he was a receiver for the Saints, and I think most Saints fans remember him, but, you know, obviously he tore his ACL and was never the same. But, you know, he he was a deep threat, and that was really all he was. Now, he made the team a couple times because he would run back punts for touchdowns in preseason. Yes. So, you know, he was an explosive guy, and that's how he would make the team for starters. But uh, he was a deep threat. I remember, so in 2012, Joe Morgan caught 10 balls for 379 <laughs> yards. That's an average of almost 40 yards a catch. Dude, his catch against had, Tampa in 2012 is a top 10 all-time Saints catch in Saints history. Like, he caught it, like, twisted over a dude. It's fucking insane. Talking about against Tampa? Yeah. Was that the Tampa catch? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was ridiculous. But, you know, so that, that's all Joe Morgan really was, was he was just an explosive big-time big playmaker because of his speed and field, field stretching ability. But, you know, if, if he doesn't tear that ACL, if he doesn't have that injury, and he never really was able to come back from that. And actually, his I, I met him at the Greenbrier and talked to him, and he yeah, I remember him telling me, like, his knee injury was catastrophic. I mean, it was – it was uh, what's the other receiver? Cam Meredith. It was Cam Meredith bad, um, and he 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 told me at the Greenbrier. He's just like, yeah. He's like, you know, you just hear ACL, you hear injury. He's like, you know, not a lot of stuff has come out on my knee, but it was way worse than what people said, or or what you know, the information that's out there didn't tell the whole story. Well, he's a, he was like, a minor player, right? If it would have been, yeah. if he would have been a major star with the Saints. You'd have got more reporting on it. You'd have known more about it. But because he was Joe Morgan and 
he wasn't a household name. No one really cared. No one did the investigating. No one leaked. No one would report on it, right? But that's that's yeah. totally true, yeah. right? Yep, yep. But so, I mean, I think when you look at what Deontay Harris did this past year, and obviously the kick returning aspect of his game is tremendous, and I think he holds a record at Assumption College Division Three for most ret- or Division Two most most uh, kick returns for touchdowns. So we know he's awesome at that stuff. So I do think, given his speed, and we saw the 50-yard catch from Taysom Hill in the playoffs. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I still think he has that field stretching ability, but where I think he's different from Joe Morgan is I actually do think Deontay Harris has the ability to do kind of the sprawl stuff in that, you know, Joe Morgan had the top end speed, but Joe Morgan was not this shifty player that could, that had great hands and could, you know, cut on a dime and make a guy miss. I mean, Joe Morgan was really a deep threat. That was what he did best. And I just think Deontay has so much more variability yeah. to his game. I mean, he's a plus version of Tommy Lee Lewis. <laughs> That's what Deontay Harris is. Tommy Lee, think he, Deontay Harris is what Sean Payton always wanted Tommy Lee Lewis to be. Yeah, he can cut on a dime. He can he, he can also be patient. He can set up his blockers. He has good feel. Uh, he, he has a good way of positioning his body when he makes a catch, you know, to, to stay in stride and I just think when you're going to go short possession passing and try to utilize him going in motion, doing a jet sweep, you know, kind of doing these tricky, fancy plays, it's really what the Saints tried to do yeah. with Brandon Cooks, and Brandon Cooks just couldn't, couldn't do, do it. it. Yeah. Brandon yeah. Cooks is really, like, as as his career has developed, it's become more clear that he's just an outside receiver. That He runs good routes, he has good hands, he can stretch the field a little bit, but this vision that Sean Payton had for him, which was almost like this Reggie Bush meets Lance yeah. Moore. Like he, he just couldn't do that stuff. Like it was like a hybrid of Bush and Moore and he couldn't do that stuff. Well, I think Deontay Harris actually can. Well, now he doesn't the have with... the speed. So I, I think the main concern or sorry, he doesn't have the size. The main concern for me with Deontay is going to be durability. Well, I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. It's durability and also Drew Brees is on the other side of 40. He doesn't throw the deep ball nearly as much as he did previously or as well. It doesn't matter because the Saints have thrived without it. But my concern is how many deep ball shots are they going to create with Deontay Harris and is Breeze going to be willing to get him the ball? I think Breeze will be. And like I said, you just listed Joe Morgan. Like we're, we're, we're not talking about volume. We're talking about 10 to 25 catches most likely. And Well, there's no, there's no denying though, Ralph, that Deontay Harris – it, and, and I bring up all the the shorter field possession passing stuff that I think he can do, the Sproles stuff, because I do think there's a role for him in this offense with Drew Brees as the quarterback. Yeah. But make no mistake, the one deep ball they hit with Deontay all season was in the playoffs when Taysom Hill was throwing the ball. So, yeah. yes, I, I do think that while he can stretch the field, and look, 
Breeze over the last couple of years, he's hit Ted Ginn deep a, a few times. And then yeah. I, I don't know how much he he hasn't done it with tons of success. We we know the deep ball is kind of I don't want to say been taken out of the Saints offense, but it's it's declined severely. And you know, part of that's maybe on Ted Ginn, but but Breeze has on occasion hit Ted Ginn deep. And I still think Deontay Harris can can go in that role. But if it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston down the road, I do think that would open up what Deontay Harris can do for this offense. I think when you look at Brandon Cooks, and to me, I mean, statistically, he had good seasons with the Saints, but he never reached his full potential with the Saints because I just think it was a bad fit for his style as a receiver and what Drew Brees could do, you know, at his age and at his, with his declining arm strength. I, I just think, like, Michael Thomas, for example, is a way better fit, but I, I do think Deontay maybe will be maximized with a different quarterback. But my point is the Sprolesy stuff, the hybrid role of, of Lance Moore and Reggie Bush, that's a role that Deontay Harris can have and that this offense can utilize now with Breeze as the quarterback. Well, and the thing is, too, just think about the Saints offense. Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and Kamara, Deontay Harris in, in a package. Yeah. Who are you going to cover? Okay, and Deontay Harris has proven that he can run by NFL dudes and clown them. He did it in the playoff game. Like he was wide open. It would have been a touchdown. Taysom Hill wouldn't have thrown him a punt, right? So <laughs> my thing is, there's a chance that he's going to be just he's going to be he's going to have that Kobe Fleener thing that I always joke about. Kobe Fleener was amazing when other teams forgot to cover him. I think it might be similar with Deontay Harris where it won't be that teams forget to cover him. It's be they'll try to cover him one-on-one, and he'll just roast dudes, and he'll just yeah. be they'll wide a, the I fuck think, open. I think there will be times where he's in a certain package and teams aren't paying attention to him because you have Michael Thomas, you have Kamara, you have Jared Cook, you have Emmanuel Sanders. You have all these guys that demand your attention, and so he gets the matchup that you're looking for all week on tape. You're like, if we can get him one-on-one – there's no safety help. There's no guy playing over the top. They're daring us to throw deep. And we get this matchup with Deontay, we're throwing it. We're, we're going deep ball to him. And I, I, my hope is that, you know, the Saints w will be able to have him in the game enough to where they'll be able to hit that play on occasion. Get and, out and of here on this. And by the I, way, it's, this it's is like free. You said, it's not going to be Tyree Kill statistically. He's not going to be this dynamic weapon that all of a sudden is, you know, catching 80, 100 balls. I mean, that that's what Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are for. That's why they are in this offense. And that's, they're the volume guys. He's never going to be a volume guy for the saints. Um, but I do think he can have more snaps on the offense. And, you know, if there, if anything, I would say the one thing maybe missing from the saints offense is the big plays. You know, I mm. think sometimes it, it, it's just, it, takes so many third down conversions and so much methodical moving the chains to, to, to score. You know, I think if anything, this offense could use a little bit more explosiveness. Uh, and I think in order for you to get that, he needs to be on the field. So before, before we get out of here and I ask you one more question, guys, remember armchair media is the host of this podcast, the host network and 
soon in June. We're Bet Online is going to be our sponsor. But Armchair Media has all sorts of great podcasts. They have skating podcasts. They have the Bird Calls podcast from the Birds Right blog. Uh, search Armchair Media wherever you get your podcasts. Search the Bird Calls. They have amazing content on the Pelicans, on the draft, on what's going on with the Saints and the Pelicans and how they addressed uh, they're going to address social change with the things going on in our world, but they have things on Lonzo Ball, on Zion's training in the offseason. So check out the bird calls. Search the bird calls wherever you get your podcasts. So, Andrew, my final question to you. Over under 15 and a half catches for Deontay Harris, over under 270 yards of offense for 2020. I'll go under on the catches and over on the yardage. Ooh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, go... I mean, maybe, maybe 12, 13 catches, but I think, I think they're going to be creative in how they get him the ball. So it's, it's not going to be just catches. I think he's going to, he's going to get some jet sweeps and runs. Um, and I think he, he'll get over 250 yards for the year. I have to go over because I created the headline and the graphic for this podcast. Uh, Deontay Harris is the next Tariq Hill. So I'm going over. He is going to have, either in September or October or November, a monster fucking month where he becomes a number three fantasy receiver. And it'll just be like two or three games in a two or three games out of five where he's just incredible. But then he'll fade back, and like like a lot of things in the Saints offense, you know, it used to be Robert Meacham. He would appear, and then he would disappear. He'd have two good games, and then he would disappear for like six games. I think that's what's going to happen to Deontay Harris. But he's going to have he's going to have like two or three games where he gets like four touches in each game, and that'll get him over the receiving and over 300 yards total. So guys, this is Saints Happy Hour. If you like it. Which you? Why wouldn't you like this podcast? We're the best Saints podcast going, daily one. Uh, we're the, we're one of the only ones that do this every freaking day. Support us on Patreon. Become a ten dollar patron. Get your box of swag and be cooler than all your friends. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We'll see you again tomorrow. <laughs>